Welcome back to Building Better Basketball, the Basketball Australia Coaches Podcast. I'm Neil Gray, Community Coach and Volunteer Development Manager for Basketball Australia. Today I'm joined by Dion DeVoe from Canberra's only Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander-focused basketball club, the Winunga Warriors. Welcome to Building Better Basketball, Dion, on this uh, fine Friday. You're going to be a name that not many of our listeners will know, but I think what we're about to talk about is not only a fantastic basketball story, but just a fantastic story about Australian community sport in general. Can you tell us a little bit about the history of the club, I suppose, and introduce the the tournament that's coming up as well? Yes, yes, yes. So, um, so like I said, my name is Dion Devale. I'm an Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander. Islander man, and I've uh, originally from Darwin, and um, but lived in Canberra for over 20 years, uh, worked in community development and, and Indigenous health, education and justice for a long time. And my children uh, around about uh, 10 years ago um, uh, were very, very involved involved in basketball and a whole range of other sports, not unlike a lot of, um, you know, most Aussie kids in particular, um, Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander kids being uh, fairly talented. And my wife and I were always down at the basketball uh, courts in Canberra, both Tagunong and Belcon. And it just seemed like we were there all the time. And I, and I jokingly said to her one day, oh, God, we would be here less if we ran our own club. And so, and, and kind of that's where it sparked the thought. And I thought, hang on a minute, maybe we should do that. So there was a um, previously an Aboriginal club that was uh, around in the ACT community for a long time. And that kind of fizzled out as people got older and moved on and so forth. And so I worked for the Aboriginal Medical Service, um, which is called Wananga Nimitaja, um, um, many years ago uh, as an Aboriginal health worker. And so I approached them, uh, at the, the CEO, Julie Tongs, uh, to ask if they would auspice uh, this Aboriginal uh, basketball club. We came up with the name Warriors, um, you know, to show our strength and resilience as a people. And, um, you know, then we added Wananga Warriors to to the title and uh, they have been our major support and sponsor for the past um, however many years. I think 2016 we started the club. We're now two, two, 2023. They're still our auspicing body. They're still a major um, sponsor. And because of the health component and healthy lifestyles and what Wananga represents, um, in terms of health and positive living for Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people, we thought it was really appropriate to do that. So we put a call out to the community um, just through our various networks to see if there's an interest to have a, a you know, a, a, an open grading day. And it was actually on a Sunday evening, which is when we could only get the courts. And it was chockers. We had like a couple of hundred people attend. So clearly we, we knew that there was, uh, um, and most of the, the people at that time were Aboriginal people and families and parents and um, guardians, et cetera. And, and so we immediately understood that there, there was a, a need there. There was an appetite. And so we put in about, I think, 10 or 12 teams initially. Um, they were just juniors. And my children were were part of that team and their cousins. and But we also opened it up to the non-Indigenous community as well. And actually, um, as it stands today, we have more non-Indigenous, um, you know, players than Indigenous. But that's that's OK, because it's all about, you know, our, our theme and our ethos is all about reconciliation through sports. So we used, have used it as a big vehicle to celebrate NAIDOC, to celebrate Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander culture, to celebrate reconciliation and to, to celebrate and promote healthy lifestyles for Aboriginal people, kids, non-Indigenous kids in our community uh, within the ACT and the region. So, you know, the first year we had this 
came up with the idea of having a NADOC competition. And, and back in 2016, I think we had maybe six teams. Then uh, 2016, there was, I think, maybe 15 teams. Then 2017, it was kind of just grew and grew 20 teams La you know, to, to a point now where last year we had 66 teams. And this year, it's, it's looking like we might have uh, maybe uh, 95 teams to 100 teams, um, you know, with, with thousands of people coming from, you know, New South Wales, the ACT, you know, Cooma, um, Goulburn, Griffith, um, Sydney, uh, you know, we also have had have had interest in interstate um, uh, uh, peoples and families and players from as far north as the Torres Strait, um, you know, across in WA. So we're thinking that this is going to be uh, a national um, tournament into the future. And that all, um, obviously would be an awesome thing. But for now, it's growing organically. And we have a fantastic turnout. Um, welcome to country, Aboriginal dancers, a whole range of, um, you know, a three-point comps. So, so we've tried to make it fun for the kids too. And we really initially started it so that we could give, you know, players that didn't necessarily have the opportunity to play rep uh, in rep tournaments could have an experience similar to, you know, those, um, you know, better skilled players. But as it stands now, we have, you know, rep players um, are joining us as well. So we have to accommodate them. And my wife, God love her, has to try and, you know, make sure that the teams are fair and the competition still runs, um, you know, fairly smoothly incorporating, you know, those higher skilled players with the with the ones that have maybe just joined and the ones that are just kind of, you know, playing for fun and, and keeping fit. But, you know, it's an awesome way of being able to, again, like I said, celebrate NADOC, celebrate reconciliation, and we're just really proud of the work that we've done and um, for the opportunity to be able to be, be a part of the basketball community and to do something really good um, for, for people during during that time. Sorry, that was a long-winded <laughs> answer, wasn't it? There's a, there's a lot to unpack in that, Dion, but that's uh, yes. that's really good. One of the one of the things that stood out to me and like is uh, the club motto is, is really powerful. It's reconciliation in action. Yes. Um, can you, for the listeners, just I guess unpack a little bit what that what that means to you? Obviously, as as yep. someone that created it, how yes. you want it to be perceived externally, I suppose, and and you kind of touched on it, but some of the ways that I guess through you, through the coaches, through the players, through the sheer action of existing, that's demonstrated. Yeah, I think, you know, just the participation, the interest, you know, a lot of times when we're talking about reconciliation, uh, non-Indigenous um, people and communities and Australians really want to be a part of it, but they don't know. They don't know how to do it. They don't know how to reach out. They might not necessarily have connections within the Aboriginal community. So it's it's awesome to have events at, like this so that, you know, kids can come together and play sport. And kids, you know, like they don't see colour. They just see, you know, other kids and they want to have fun and and, and um, play and play sport and um, run around and, and be fit and have fun. And so, you know, this is an awesome way of being able to bring, you know, people from all cultures, you know, because Australia has such a rich culture, um, uh, uh, a rich and diverse set of cultures, not just, you know, uh, white people and Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people, but, you know, we, a lot of our kids are um, have Arab background, Greek, you know, Samoan, Tongan, African, a lot of Africans, um, you know, uh, you know, English background, Caucasian kids. And so, you know, it's, it's an awesome way of being able to bring people together, not even thinking about 
um, reconciliation, but being a part of that because you know they want to they want to come and celebrate, they want to come and um, you know watch their kids or their friends or their mates or their you know nieces and nephews uh, to play in this comp, um, and uh, and you know by doing that. They're exposed to, you know, Aboriginal people, Aboriginal culture, you know, dance, arts, because last year we had, you know, an Aboriginal artists out there um, working and doing workshops with all of the uh, teams and players and family members. And, you know, it's just an opportunity that that we tap into um, to, to kind of just do a lot of things that aren't just around basketball. Basketball is a vehicle. Um, but it, it, it's the stage that presents so much more with respect to um, reconciliation. And, you know, half the time, like I said, the kids don't really understand it. But, you know, I think it's a really great way of being able to, um, you know, not even entice, but just to help and assist people to be able to participate and be around Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people and culture and to have a good time and to and to celebrate it, that that and and be a part of that that with their family and their friends and their children which is really important and uh, i know that each year it grows as a result of the fact that people enjoy it it's a great comp you know we're doing things you know if, again for those players that don't necessarily have an opportunity to 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 play and have an experience like this we're bringing um you know aboriginal and torres strait islander people and culture to the forefront you know we're having fun you know, we're bringing families together and celebrating, um, you know, reconciliation and NADOC, uh, you know, together in in that in that uh, couple of days. So it's this year, um, July not seventh to the ninth, um, at basketball, uh, uh, sorry, uh, Tuggeranong Basketball Stadium. We also, we'll be playing in Belconnen, so the the players will go back and forth. And again, it's just, uh, you know, an awesome way of being able to promote reconciliation and in a really fun, relaxed, family kind of oriented way. So I think that's one of the things that I kept kind of coming back to when you were talking. So like you said, the kids kids don't see the point behind these things. All they see is another opportunity to hoop, yes. another different group of people to play against, another different group of people to challenge themselves against and and their performance but what's probably going to be more significant and more powerful is all the stuff happening around the games off the court to the people that are coming to watch and the opportunity for them to learn I guess as well as enjoy the experience that their children are having on the court what are is there some of the things that in the last couple of years that have kind of you've reflected on as as someone's come up to you and said before I came to the before I came to the tournament I didn't know anything about that or that's something that I'll take away and it will kind of change the, the it's changed the way I think about stuff yes absolutely and I think that you know that that is showing um, in terms of the growth of the kind of like that that um, exponential growth of it over the past you know five or six years um, every year we have you know really positive comments about you know thanking us for the opportunity not only for the kids to play but to be able to be exposed to you know Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander culture they also really we got lots of feedback last year about them wanting to um, because we have specific Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander clothing and design clothing um, from Aboriginal artists that are on our promotional materials for the events. And last year, 
Um, you know, we had requests, many requests from families and members, uh, team players, uh, sorry, players and their parents around, please, can we have more merch? Can you have more merchandise next year? So, you know, sometimes I think um, uh, non-Indigenous people, especially in the Southern states, don't feel very comfortable wearing Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander clothing. But there's a reason to do that and a reason for them to give them the green light to say, yes, well, this is, I'm participated in this. I'm wearing this. I'm proud to wear it. I don't need to have an excuse to, to you know, or to have to feel bad about wearing, you know, or I'm doing the wrong thing by wearing this um, Aboriginal clothing. You know, um, that's just another way of being able to, you know, a, a, a kind of celebrate and promote and be a part of um, Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander events and culture through, you know, something that you're wearing. So I think that that's something also that is a bit of a mind uh, change, a mindset too around, you know, like not thinking that you can wear Aboriginal clothing because you're not Aboriginal. You know what I mean? So um, that that was something that I've also noticed as well. And, you know, that's becoming more and more um, uh, popular to embrace Aboriginal culture and art through things that people wear and clothing. And um, like I said, it just continues. It amazes me how much, you know, like I said, last year's 66 teams, now there's nearly 100. We've got a month to go. Yeah, registrations, I don't even think are closed. So, you know, like it just seems to be growing more and more and more. And that shows that people are open to it. You know, there is an appetite there. And like I said, you know, we're now, now getting internet, uh, sorry, interstate uh, interests and requests. So it wouldn't surprise me if next year, you know, we have, people coming from WA, people coming from the Torres Strait, people coming from the Northern Territory um, and other states and, um, you know, territories as well. So this tournament tournament has grown and has the potential to, to be a massive annual NADOC sporting event um, in Australia. And I think that that's something now that we have seen and will push to do into the future. Dion, you can uh, you can put me down for a couple of items of merch as well. I'll happily <laughs> uh, I'll happily uh, rep the brand. So we'll no worries. We'll, we'll sort that out when we finish. You've done a really good job, Dion, talking about the history of the tournament without dropping any names. And you've got a couple of big ones that you could you. I'll give you the opportunity to drop in a minute because you've got kids that have come through that tournament that have gone on to worldwide acclaim and this was uh, an important stepping stone on their journey in basketball yeah well we have we've had um you know like i said you know uh players with all uh, different types of skills but we've also um uh been connected with other um you know, basketball clubs and uh, programs. And obviously, Canberra is a, is a great breeding ground for um, developing players in, in all sports. And we've had um, people like Dyson Daniels come and play. He played with us for a couple of seasons and was a great champion for, you know, um, the the uh, Warriors basketball club coming from an African-American background, being mixed um, race, uh, being uh, obviously an amazing athlete, and uh, he would just draw the crowd. You know what I mean? Like, and it and it, uh, it gave kind of more um, a little bit of more visibility to the club. Um, you know, uh, a lot of other kids were drawn to the fact that Dyson was out there. You know, and just just doing his thing, but did it in such a humble way that you know there was no airs and graces about him. He was very respectful, and and was a great role model for other you know uh, um, 
Australian kids to see that you can be this talented person, be an amazing player, but also be grounded and respectful and respectful of, of the fact that you're playing within a team that is strongly focused around Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander culture. He promoted the fact that he uh, could relate to that because he was, a, you know, um, uh, you know, a person of colour as well and was a real inspiration to not only the players, but, you know, our community. Like I said, our, the stadiums were packed when he would come and, you know, when Dyson was playing and, and he really promoted and was a champion for the Warriors Basketball Club. And, you know, we would really like one day for him to come back and do some stuff with, with the kids and with the tournament. And, um, you know, uh, and and knowing what he's like, he probably will, you know, be at the time and the um, opportunity. So, you know, and, and you know, in the future, we'll have more Dyson Daniels coming through the club. And, and but, you know, at the end of the day, it, it's that's great. It's awesome. Um, but we encourage everybody and we want people from all backgrounds and all skill levels to come and be a part of it and and just had to have fun. Um, and if that means that one day you end up going overseas and playing, um, you know, uh, basketball professionally, that's awesome. Um, but if you're just going to play locally and play for fun and and do the best that you, you can do with respect to your talents and abilities, then that's okay also. We just are really happy and proud to have been able to have a, a platform and a, and, a, and, a, and a club where everybody is welcome, everybody is respected. And, you know, like I said, our ethos is about reconciliation through sport and, um, and trying to promote Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people, communities and culture in the best way um, and, and really encouraging non-Indigenous Australia to embrace Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander culture and peoples as part of being Australian. Dion, you've you've told us a little bit about how the tournament's looking this year, a few weeks out, and God uh, God forbid we give your wife extra work to do. <laughs> if someone's listening to this, either in the ACT or in New South Wales, or actually. Um, and remind them again, please, of what the dates are. What are yes. some of the ways that our listeners could support, get involved, come and watch? Like, what do you need? What can they do kind of yeah, thing? Well, yeah, so um, we're, all, we're looking for more umpires. Um, uh, the dates are the 7th to the 9th uh, of July, so we've got a couple of weeks. Um, they can register and contact um, the registrar or um, the Warriors Basketball Club through our, our Facebook page. Um, uh, you can also contact uh, me through my Facebook page, my Darkest Designs website, um, uh, and we we are looking for volunteers as well. We're also looking for more sponsorship. We have some great sponsors, sponsors um, uh, like uh, you know, like I said, the Wananga Warriors Aboriginal. Oh, sorry, the Wananga Limited to Aboriginal. Um, medical service uh, here in Canberra that has been, you know, there from the beginning. We, we, would, we wouldn't have the club if it wasn't for them. Um, uh, my business is Yera and Darkies Designs, Wilson's, Wormald, you know, a whole range of, um, uh, you know, companies that are jumping on board to support the, the competition because they understand um, Molten also, Molten sent us all these amazing basketballs for the three-point uh, comp. So, do you know what I mean? Like, And it's small businesses as well that, um, you know, uh, are, are doing what they can to support, you know, the movement and the competition and uh, NAIDOC and reconciliation. So that's another thing that we would also like to continue in, in order to be able to grow it and strengthen the competition and develop it to a point where it can be that national uh, comp um, over, the, over the next you know, five to 10 years. 
Um, and so, but just to be out there, like if you're a Canberra person, come out, 7th to the 9th, um, the Welcome to Country, and we have dances on the Saturday morning, which will be the 8th at 10 o'clock at uh, Tuggeranong Basketball sa Stadium. Just, you know, if you're there, um, you know, on that weekend, come out and support and, and, and have fun and be a part of, um, it's a great vibe, it's a great environment, it's, it's you know, like it's a really fun thing to be a part of, especially... Um, you know, with your family, your, your children and, and so forth and friends. So, yeah, we just encourage everybody to come out and, and celebrate NAIDOC um, uh, with the Wananga Warriors and the Wananga Warriors NAIDOC basketball competition um, in Canberra this year. Yeah, I know that Lono and Lono's kids have played in the tournament before as well. So I know yeah. he'll he'll be down there and I'm sure yep. some of the other BA staff based at the AIS will uh, make an appearance. But I'll make sure and put all the links that Dion just talked about, they'll be in the show notes. So whatever platform you're listening to, um, you can just scroll down at the bottom and you'll be able to um, click straight through to that. And if you if you are getting involved, please uh, let me know as well, because we'd love to uh, promote people that are promoting good programs. Dion, last question. And yep. I guess this is the million dollar question, literally, and you, you've touched on it a little bit but uh 20 let's pick 2026 20, when the uh com games are in victoria for just a uh, a landmark what's your vision for the tournament in three years time where I would you like I, to see it i'd like to see like i said you know uh players and families coming from every state and territory across the country i really like to see and i think that it will be um, you know, an, a, a national competition moving into the future. Um, I'd like to see a lot more um, high-profile, um, you know, basketballers come and participate uh, and and support the event. But you know, really encourage. You know, like I said, as when we started it, it was about giving young kids the opportunity to come together and have an experience that that they haven't had necessarily because they weren't those kind of um, you know better kind of elite. Um, uh, you know, players that had the opportunity to have an experience uh, playing rep. Um, but I think that within the next, um, you know, couple of years, we could have, you know, uh, anywhere between 200 teams, you know, by, by 2026 easily. So the growth, like I said, has just been um, uh, incredible. And it we just it just gets bigger and bigger each year. And I think the support that we have with continued sponsorship and obviously people participating, um, you know, shows that there is a need, uh, that they enjoy it, uh, and, and then they keep coming back. And the word of mouth and, um, you know, the experience that, that people have by being a part of the, the ACT NADOC um, Warriors uh, basketball comp, um, you know, it, it, it just is testament to, you know, the hard work that, you you know, we have done and, and um, produced to put this tournament on. And I think that, you know, um, without big noting ourselves too much, <laughs> we're only a small committee, but we've done a, you know, our committee has done a fantastic job. They're all volunteers. They're amazing people and they put so much time and work and effort into this. And it shows, the results show that people, by people coming back and more people attending each year. So, yeah, I would like to see in the next five years us double and triple the amount of teams that, um, you know, are participating in the, in the, in the competition. That's awesome, Dion. And like I said to you privately when we caught up, I'm uh, I'm glad I can't 
make it this year due to other family commitments, but I think 2024 uh, I'll have it in the calendar to make sure that I awesome. um, attend that year. And I know that the, the BA staff and ACT will definitely look after us this year. Yes. I w I'm not going to put your wife on the spot and ask her the same question where she sees it in 2026. She might, she might have a slightly different answer. She yes, I think I'm going to get slapped after I get on this <laughs> interview. Her on a beach with a pina colada and someone else doing the administration. Dion, from the from the bottom of my heart, thank you so much for um, coming on to talk about this. Thank you for all the work you're doing as ultimately a volunteer as well and offering those pathways to play basketball and also to educate people in basketball, which regardless of the sport is one of the, the most valuable and, and useful things about being involved uh, in in any sport is to is to come away not only better at that sport, but also better as a as a human being. And I think the, the work that you're doing and, and the work around the tournament is is really helping to accomplish that. And I do encourage anyone that's in the ACT or or has a couple of days and wants to visit Canberra to to schedule it around the tournament, drop in, say hello, take a couple of photos, tag the Coaches Association on Twitter or Building Better Basketball on Instagram, and we'll make sure and, and reshare and, and promote that as well. So good yeah, luck, thank Dion. Thank you so and much. Thank you so thank much. You appreciate today. the opportunity. Look forward to seeing you next year. I'm so